All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Off Axis Podcast. I'm here with Fisher, Trace, and Mason Fleet. What are you guys' last names, by the way? So I can include those. Fisher Haynes. Fisher Haynes and Trace Arburn. Arbor. Arbin. Arbin. Yep. Nice. All right. So these guys are from Tennessee, right? Utah. Well, you're originally from Utah, both of you guys. Did you know each other before? No, it's actually kind of a funny story. We actually met in Tennessee at our contract, but we've lived 40 minutes away from each other for the last 10 years or so. And you guys, yeah, never met each other before. We trained at the same facility too. Yeah. Hit or miss, like when I saw him, I felt like I knew who he was. But at the same time, probably seen each other before, but do not remember. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, yes. yeah. That's weird when you guys meet across the country and you're like, oh, we're yeah, neighbors. Yeah, we just started living <laughs> together. We shared a bedroom. Yeah. It was literally oh, like it, a it got whole really build personal really quick. <laughs> yeah, really fast. Like within five seconds, I was like, he looks like me. He's yeah. from the same place. I'm like, you yeah. gotta have a similar sense of humor. I was like, I'm just gonna send it. Yeah, the girls thought you guys were twins yesterday. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'll check. I don't think they are, though. Yeah, <laughs> play we that get part that all the time in show, especially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Play the mo- mom loves me better. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys, uh, you're both from Salt Lake, right? Yeah, I'm from Salt Lake. He's more like Kaysville. Okay. Utah, yeah. basically, if you if you're from like anywhere 20 minutes close to Salt Lake, you're from Salt Lake because most yeah, people don't know. Sure. Like, there's so many small little cities in Utah yeah. that are back to back to back, and then like within each other that, like, yeah, I'm from Utah. I'm from Salt Lake. Unless you're from like northern or southern and yeah. St. George, like, yeah. yeah. That's exactly. pretty tight. So, how long have you been doing Pirates for? Pirates since June of last year. So June second. How long is that? Eight months. Eight months, yeah, just about. And so you guys both started at like the same time. Same time. Yeah. I was two weeks before. Damn, that's originally. crazy. You yeah. guys started at, like at the same time. You're both from Utah. Yeah. Both of our first contract. Like he had never had a contract. I had never had a contract. Yeah. So really cool. Well, I wonder how they found you guys. Super random story. Actually, I was just teaching gymnastics at a place in Salt Lake and. One of my old coworkers was like, hey, there's a guy that's looking for tumblers. I was like, okay, I didn't even know anything about the show before. I was like, I'm going to try it, sure. Like, I've never been offered anything like this. And then it just blew up, and it was a whole big thing. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. Pirates yeah. is a, it's a good show to get into, too. It's like the... It's there's like so much good, stuff to do. Yeah, because yeah. there's so many things on the stage. You can, yeah. like, learn a bunch of different skills and stuff yeah you get you get to definitely learn like a bunch of different styles because you get like diving and then you also have the tumbling that's on the ground and then in the air you get to combine all of it you can either take like a gymnast form or you can take a diver's form yeah and like no matter what you do you can still figure out a different way to do it like every single trick that every single person throws it's the same thing but different because everyone's got their own way of doing it yeah they've all got their backgrounds whether it's trampoline whether it's gymnastics like it's pretty cool so did you guys do diving before you i literally have not been on a diving board since i was like 12 and we would just like jump in the water never tried it before and like my first one and a half i did was in show on the diving board we had not had any practice and they're like yeah just do one and a half like that's the basic thing to do i was like okay cool. yeah and i did totally tramp style just like tuck kick out straight body and just float into the pool to my hands you know there's no pike in or anything like that yeah it's pretty interesting yeah i've gotten better at it now but yeah yeah diving like it was funny when you do like a bunch of dives to you need to figure out that form really quickly otherwise oh, yeah. you feel that impact over and over and over oh throughout the day. Yeah. You get used to it really after a while. You Unless can, it's flat. 
Like if it's like that Tarzan flat, like you never get used to that. That hurts. But it's almost hard to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely nice having like our costume because if you do mess up, you'll smack. But it's like a little the, bit of padding. It's kind of like having factor. a wet wetsuit okay. on, but not yeah. really. Yeah. And then I like, smacked in a wetsuit the other day hard and it hurt. I got the wind knocked out of me. It wasn't even from that high. I was just trying to do a pike back dive. Just did a nice trampoline toe touch to flat back right oh. on the ball. So bad. Uh. It was like, it's like I did it on purpose. Uh. Yeah, that one hurt. Damn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wetsuits like save your balls though. Yeah. Oh, in any other case, I've like rolled in and stuff like that and washed and like there's no sting. It's not really that bad. But this one, man, I was just like, did like my face almost didn't even go under the water. Yeah. yeah. Like it's so flat. It's like. So there's like high dives and then Russian swing dives or what, yeah. what all yeah. kind of dives are you, just those two? So we've got Russian swings, we've got a three meter board and then a seven meter platform. Wow. And we get to do, I mean, we only get to do the diving boards during like one section of the show. Um, same with the platforms. I mean, pretty much everything. We only get like a small amount of time on it, but um it's we fun get, to get everyone to like take turns being like the big part of the show, especially as my favorite part of that show. Yeah, okay. you get yeah. to alternate yeah. who's taking like, all right, who wants to do a big trick today? Like, who's feeling really good? All right, yeah. you can go like last. You get to do the biggest tricks. Like, nice. definitely everybody gets that sense of like, all right, yeah, you know. Yeah, you if you're feeling good, be like, person. mind if I get this one today, man? Come on, like, I really. Yeah, yeah. let me send it. <laughs> Play rock paper scissors or something, dude. Yeah. And it was definitely felt like really good being able to go into it without like having any kind of experience. You know, you kind of feel like oh. you'd sit the bottom roll kind of thing, and you do. Get the opportunity to like showcase what you can do and yeah. what you've learned, and they get to teach you like so many different things from the moment you get there. You get taught all of it within like two or three weeks, and then it's a matter of just like wanting to build on that. Whatever you want to learn, they'll be happy to teach you. Like, if they've got the time, they'll definitely teach you anything and everything, Sick. which is really, really nice. Yeah, big transition that's like really hard to get into is like being on stage because I thought like coming to a new job like this, they're gonna have like a training period, you know, super yeah. ready to go, and you're like. No, just go out there. Like, they teach you a little dance or something. Oh, yeah, go out there. There's 200 people. Yeah, just, you got it. You got it. They're like, okay. I'm like, oh, yeah, let's go. Yeah. That's what I came here for. So, yeah, let's do it. You get desensitized after a few months of it. But at first, it was like, yeah, yeah for it was, sure. It's funny. Yeah, my parkour background, like, I would land a trick and run and, like, sprint out of camera. Not frame. look at anybody. Yeah. Like, don't yeah. look at me. Don't look at me. So, like, sitting there and going, ta-da, and then, like, taking the crowd feedback is, like, yeah. so awkward at first. It's yeah. At first, for sure. Yeah. Like, like, I've avoided that my whole life, really. You know, maybe in a small friend group, like, yeah, I could do a backboard. It was super fun. To be able to really feel and show off. And then it becomes a point of, like, when you actually feel like you're doing good in the show is when those payoffs are even better, you know? Because yeah. if you're not giving, yeah. in, like, your 100%, then, like, you're not going to feel good about being, like, yeah, come on, let's go. Mm-hmm. Make sure you talk a closer. Yeah, bring, maybe bring the mic closer to you or something. There yeah, we'll chill you. Yeah, if you're good. just listening, it's hard to hear people if they're not like up on it. Yeah, but yeah. So for all those who don't know what Russian swing is, that's what we're talking about. I'm gonna have it playing on this right here. This is uh, house house of dancing water. Probably the craziest. Oh. Uh, this is my favorite. Ooh. Yeah, favorite these guys are swinging. insane. My friend Brandon uh, did this show. Does like crazy. Oh like, look at beautiful. Wow. Just straight the yeah. entire time. So basically, Russian swing is like a gigantic swing That's Adrian move right that there. launches people oh. like 30 to 40 Cape feet man. up in the air. Yeah. Man. Uh, yeah, these are obviously like the best of the best. I would say oh, this yeah. is like the. They, this, they take all the Red Bull divers. Yeah, this and O is like the best 
divers this in the world. This video is really funny because they are playing around, dude. Nah. They're having fun. They're not. Yeah. And a swing that big, like you can get so high with how narrow it is. Like yeah. there's there's different heights that you'll get, and with a swing that's like that, where it's really long and really skinny, that thing can get right underneath you and just boot you straight up in the air. Like it's the coolest feeling in the world when you make a good connection with it, and it's just weightless and you just keep going up and up and up and yeah oh man yeah it's not really that three and a half easy i want to say that was brandon actually that might have been him he might be in this video he did this show for a long time um this is yeah these guys are crazy i watched a video of house earlier today of some guy doing a mid-turn which is front flip branny um back and it looked like he was going for the double back but goes back one and a half and back dives straight oh, that's out of crazy. It. And it, it was so crisp it, it was so clean like i watched it i on repeat 10 times in a row <laughs> just because i was like oh my that can't get any cleaner four and a half that's crazy yeah yeah diving diving's crazy and it's super fun i would say it's like the funnest thing i think guys i never tried diving hang before. time exactly like and you don't get the, hang time like you do in diving yeah, yeah. like any and like the risk factor because like it can hurt and like, yeah. you can like blow eardrums and like like rip eyes and stuff like that but like, there's a smaller chance of that happening than whether you're on a trampoline or gymnastics yeah. like you're working with hard floors yeah. it's like yeah the goal is literally to land on your head like it yeah just takes a, it adds a whole nother fun aspect to the sport yeah for sure yeah. i like to call uh tramp ball like the art of almost landing on your head almost landing <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah because that's literally what it is like you're doing yeah. as many flips as you can and then just ducking your head at the very last yeah, second pretty much. yeah that's pretty much what it is it's that's like true. this crazy uh it's it's like diving and trampoline and like parkour all like combined together yeah and like divers always do well on tramp wall yeah, they always they do. figure it out so quick. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! It's because if you can learn to keep that straight up and down angle, if you're not like pushing off like everybody else, or you're not corking at all, like they they stay so straight. That's why like anytime that I do anything off the tramp, like dismounts or anything like that, I try to take a diver's form when I'm twisting because it's the easiest to stop the rotation. But when you get into it, it's also like the quickest rotation. Once you're there and you extend out into it, it's like yeah. You you could just keep going like yeah for sure. I don't know any of the divers form. I can't. <laughs> yeah it's basically like arm over your head this yeah. arm in your armpit but like when you do it you're turning a wheel so you reach out your arms are out and then you're turning the wheel and you hit that position and just extend so, straight and everything stays straight i gotta try that just boom i compare i compare like like a like a full in one and a half like a uh, full porpoise on trampoline you know what i mean yeah, so you yeah. Your back and then you kind of start twisting up mm-hmm. off the trampoline instead of down over your head like definitely like the best for, like, way to practice or a full and so like that diver yeah you come up then you'll be twisting upward instead of having that like nice snap and wrap like on trampoline. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It's interesting. Right? I love how many like different aspects we've been able to work with because yeah. like on the daily, like you'll go in and you'll break everything down like one apparatus at a time. Like, all right, I'm going to go out and I'm going to tumble right now. And it's like, you can take a couple different like styles into it. I mean, we're pirates. We literally get to act however we want. So if you want to oh, be yeah. like a really so powerful, like strong tumbling pirate, you can. If you also want to be like janky, like really just, you know, like rough with it, yeah. you can do it. As long as it's like clean, safe, and, you know, you get the crowd into it, it's always good. But then after you get to go from that, you get to go into tramp wall, which is, you know, you get to take up the energy a little bit more. You're getting high, so you get to get floaty. Wait. Nice. You yeah. go from diving to tramp wall? It goes from... 
Uh, Sometimes kind of not really. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it goes tumbling and then tramp wall swing. Okay. You have okay. to see the show. I don't know what we're allowed to say, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Got to be like careful. Like, it. like it is a show, right? And so there is certain parts. Like we have a diving section, but they also do throw in certain parts of like dives. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like oh wow factors. Like oh I got jumped off something. You know what I mean? And then there's yeah, uh, yeah. It's a water show. We're jumping in the water a lot. So yeah. whether we want to go in head first or go in feet first, like there's so many different varieties of things that you can do because they don't have like any set trick or standard that we have to go by. It's basically like make it look good, make it clean. And you know, if, if you can do something big, do something big. Like yeah. that's the goal because you know, you're going to get the crowd's reaction a lot more from that, even though they don't know what's going on. Like if you have like a flashy trick, do a flashy trick, stuff like that, because they don't know what's going on. They just like to see that you guys are doing something cool and making it look safe, like that they would never be able to do it. Yeah. So when yeah. it comes to the dives and stuff, just like don't look like you're going to flop or die every single time. Yeah. That's basically what it is. Yeah. So you guys are at Pigeon Forge, right? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, I saw that show like three days in a row. Really? You know that uh, the Moonshine Bar? Yeah, right behind it. <laughs> right behind it. <laughs> where you get, it's like five bucks and you get – Oh my god! I haven't went and yeah. tried it yet, but I heard if you go on an empty stomach, then five bucks well, and you yeah. are hammered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they give you a, a pretty shot. good though. Yeah, it's like a half <laughs> shot of every moonshine they have, which is it's like, like 140 proof. Or I think there's like proof. 10 different kinds. Yeah, and they like walk you through all of them, like how it's made and all that stuff. Then there's a wine bar right next to it too. It's interesting because like every time we go somewhere, we try to like check out the community. You know, if we're yeah. gonna go visit a new place, we want to check it out. And so far, we've had, like, a lot of free time, but we've been just focusing on work mostly. Yeah. We haven't really gone out and done that much. Because when we were in Myrtle Beach at the Pirates Warriors location there, it was, like, our first show. Like, we're having fun. We're making some money and stuff like that. We want to go and check everything out. And now it seems like we have the opportunity to do that, but it seems like we want to keep close with our cast more so than... You know what I mean? It's yeah. also yeah. different environment. Myrtle yeah, Beach is definitely more nightlife. So when we're yeah. getting done and everything, like, nightlife out there... You're still partying. You're still going out and doing stuff. Yeah. And Tennessee, it's definitely a lot more lax. Like, you get off work, and the only stuff that's around you within miles is, like, training stuff. Like, we can go out. I mean, there's, like, there's bars you can go to, but if, you, if you're if you the kind of person who goes to bars, you can go to a bar. Yeah. If you're not like the rest of us, we just kind of mostly find uh, gymnastics gyms around, or, you yeah. know, we'll do, like, silks. We've got our juggler has got a, a tramp wall in his backyard and a rig, so wow. we can do aerial stuff. We can <clears> do tramp wall. He's got an air track, just too. juggling air track. Yeah, just trying Pretty to play Pretty much anything all day. there. So we've been there a lot. That's tight. Yeah. Um, have you seen the rock show there? No. There's like a rock show there. We um, want to go see like Hatfield. Some of our going. friends play in that show. They've rock show. Few, yeah. Like it's like rock a theater rock show. Yeah, rock yeah. and roll. Okay, that sounds like, awesome. They cover a bunch of different rock What's music and stuff. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. We'll have to talk. Yeah. look it up. Yeah. Because <laughs> I want to see that, sure. Yeah. It opens soon. There, there's a lot of stuff that's out there there's a lot of museums there's a lot yeah. of like attractions and you know shows kind of like ours um but we haven't been able to go out and do it just because we got so focused in i mean it's a lot busier in tennessee than it was in myrtle beach um just kind of year it's kind of crazy i was thinking of it like so an upgraded been, version of myrtle beach like there's literally yeah. all the same museums uh, same restaurants same restaurants you say it's bigger the same. uh better. it's, the, it's yeah. better it's the it's myrtle beach in the mountains yeah they have yeah. all the same thing same Museum, same attractions. All, it all looks the same. If you drive down that strip, like you'll see the same exact places, and it just looks 
bigger here and nicer here. You just have rolling hills smaller, and you have trees yeah. nearby. So it's yeah. Nice more scenic. Yeah. Yeah. I had never heard of that place until my friends told me that they were performing there and I was like doing a cross country road trip by myself. So I like oh stopped gosh. and stayed there for like six days or so. Yeah. It was pretty sweet. I like, it's like a mini Vegas in the middle of Tennessee. Kind yeah. Of. Yeah. Like, ooh, I have never heard of that place, but yeah. Pigeon Forge is pretty sweet. If you're on the East coast, if you have the chance, go to Pigeon Forge in Tennessee. You're coming really through. Beautiful. Come to the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so parkour is like what got you into this kind of stuff, right? Uh, for the last part, like the last few months before I came out and started doing acrobatics and stuff, I was doing parkour, but would you say you started with, uh, skiing? Um, I started with tricking tricking. back in high school. Yeah. I met one of my friends. I kind of did it by myself and didn't really know what the name or what the sport was. And then some kid moved from California to my school and he introduced tricking to me and actually told me that it's a sport and that it's something you can do. So hmm. he kind of showed me, you know, the style, what the kind of tricks that people were doing. And at the time I could already do like a kick the moon, which is like cheat yeah. gainer kind of thing. And then a cork. So I had like the basic moves for what tricking was, but I hadn't really like explored more into what I could do with it. So I started with tricking, did skiing, um, mostly freestyle. I didn't really do any like all mountain. I switched from snowboarding to skiing with the hopes of as soon as I step on skis, everything's face forward, everything's natural. Yeah. I can throw tricks off the jumps the same way I can do it on a trampoline. That's the reason why I switched from a snowboard to a ski to skis. And literally I think within like I would switch also. Right? It, yeah. it makes sense. And within like the first five times being on the skis, like learning how to control them and stuff, I was hitting jumps. I think I did a backflip within my first five times going. And then from there, just progressively, you yeah. Know, so you learn how to do it, learn how to hit the rails, get comfortable, control. I mean, there's a lot of control when you have sticks hanging off the ends of your feet, like to be able to control because it's like a fulcrum. You have to be connected all the way through the end of the ski in order to control it. So yeah, I always wanted to get into skiing, but I've only snowboarded before. But Same. I always felt like it would be so much more fun because. Yeah, everything I, translates better. I did trampoline for like five years, and I would always go to like trampoline parks and jump with people. And like some of my favorite people to jump with were skiers, and they would do like their double misties. And I'm like, like I would never try that. Like I wouldn't yeah, even have thought yeah. of it before I did trampoline. You know what I mean? Yeah, would never even think to do that stuff. And like they're always doing, like, yeah, man, it's so it's, cool. It's a completely different game because instead of jumping flat foot, you've got to learn how to use an edge on the ski as you're carving into it, and then every single jump is different so it's got a lip at the end that pops you so as you're carving in you've got to be leaned forward so much on your boots so it's got like shin pressure so when it kicks you it's not kicking your feet out from underneath you so you've got to have like i mean it took a long time to figure out like the physics for it and how to like carve into it right and take it but once you do i mean it's like the coolest feeling if you want to learn how to get air awareness like be comfortable being in the air and floating go and hit a giant 80 foot kicker throw a cork on that and you'll just you'll just lay it out because you have no other choice like if you throw it too fast you know you're gonna spin and you're gonna take that to your back so you kind of have to like all right you're going into it and you see the top of the jump and you don't see anything else because it's like that big of a lip and you're like okay like don't undersend it you don't want to hit the knuckle you got to take the right speed into it like there's so many factors that go into skiing that make it what it is i think learning tricks as it own is scary as itself but if you're just sitting like at the top of the hill and you're like Man, there's only one way to do this. Man. Oh, man. <laughs> the very first time that I ever tried to hit a jump switch on skis, because that's what people do nowadays. Everybody can do switch, triple cork, whatever, you know. So I'm trying to learn how to do just like a switch uh, cork five. And I come into it, and 
I'm not very good at like speed checking backwards, right? I can I can like control my speed and gauge where I'm going forwards, but when you're backwards, you know, like you're looking at it, your legs are kind of split apart, but like you can only do so much. So my first time I was like, okay, I'm going to put myself where I think I am and just straight line it, right? So I lowered myself down, so I came down on the hill, and I was like, all right, right here's good. Straight lined it backwards and I sent it and I went way too far i mean i went way too far you you throw that and you see the knuckle pass by and you see the landing kind of just float by and you're still falling and you're just like no 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 at the bottom right where it starts to round off you just blow up (laughs) like oh if you're not crashing you're not learning it's always been the motto I like crashing on foam mats uh, so much. They don't have the tra- <laughs> I mean, they have the training facilities nowadays to do that. Yeah. And most people, when they're learning stuff on skis, they'll go and they'll build a backcountry jump, sport. right? They'll go and they'll work into it. I ain't got time for that, right? <laughs> they got jumps built for me. If I take the right speed into it, even if I crash and I land in the sweet spot, it's not going to hurt. Like, if you hit the sweet spot, there's it's like right past the knuckle not too far down like if you hit that even if you hit it on your side it's like a wash like it almost catches you right yeah so if you hit that you're fine so anytime i like when i first threw my first doubles my first double that i threw on skis my ski popped off off takeoff i had to take that landing one one ski on my foot the other in the trees like 20 feet off and just straight to my side just boom i've got it on film too and it's like it didn't hurt like i didn't get bruised up or anything and i went right back up and i threw it again but it's like there's a fine line between like all the conditions have to be right if it's icy out if it's cold if it's slushy you know like all yeah. those play a factor in skiing it, there's always a I ton of people on there too you gotta, dodge <laughs> you gotta hope that there's someone not on the landing just hanging out just nose tap them on the landing right they got helmet on just <laughs> come in <laughs> just a gentle get out of here yeah. so how long have you been skiing for uh, i skied let's see i started in 2012 Okay. And I think I've been skiing for six years. I haven't had a pass in about two years, but cool. I, w- I worked up at Park City at the ski resort, awesome. um, just doing retail stuff. But I was able to skate, ski 100 plus days a year. I mean, wow. I on my days off, I'd be up there. And then they had this lot. really cool thing. Yeah, it, that's a lot. That That is like as much a as you dedicated person. Like yeah. on my days on work, we had what was called ride breaks where we'd basically get like four hours in between our shifts we'd get to work at seven work till 11 ski from 11 to four come back to work from four to seven wow. so i'd get like a good five hours of skiing in the middle of my work day that i could just go and you know obviously you can't get hurt but yeah. you still get a train you still get to learn get time on your skis that's cool so i got really good really fast just from being able to do it so consistently yeah skiing's crazy though because you could get so racked like i feel like yeah. I've gotten... it's like with anything though yeah like, at least, like for me on snowboarding, I've probably gotten more hurt on a snowboard than anything <laughs> else. Like probably even more than like scootering. I scooted for like eighteen years. Yeah. But like, it's a snowboard because you're stuck. You, you get hurt or you get the wind knocked out of you the most because with yeah. snowboarding you'll mouse trap if you catch an edge on your front or your back <laughs> it's like and a you're nice not air ready. Catch to your it's stomach. like a, <laughs> yeah, like it'll flick you straight down. That's why I like skiing because if you want to fall, you just wash to your side. Like you fall on your side, yeah, it hurts, but you're not getting the wind knocked out of you where it feels like you're just. <gasps> Yeah, like I can't, I can't do anything about this. You can this. separate oh. your feet too. Yeah, like, you, yeah. you can, For you balance can flail too. around. Yeah, on a snowboard, you're strapped. Every time I catch a front edge on a snowboard, I start going. I always naturally think like I have to to my back, and then you know 
yep. the board's there. You just hit yep. and right right back to your stomach. There's no way to save it. If <laughs> yeah. your hands out, you bruise your wrist. Just don't do that. Just don't yeah. fall on your stomach. Definitely have to learn to fall safely yeah. in both sports and snowboarding and skiing because collarbone injuries from people just like putting your putting yeah. your arms out to catch themselves because that's like what you want to do when you're think falling. You should put your arms out. That's like the worst. Learn First thing is go to her shoulder, right? And you wear your snowboard, like no, just yeah, yeah, just yeah, pull it in, you know, take it, like, <laughs> just take the beating. Too. Yeah, <laughs> you don't need to try to save yourself. I hate landing on my face, dude. Hurts. Yeah. uh Skiing, it's fun now. I heard all the resorts got shut down because of I the bet. coronavirus. Like that, that shut everything well, it's, down. It's so weird because you don't really stay too close to people when you're skiing. Yeah, but I guess everything's closed down. This whole like thing with the quarantine is like kind of getting a little out of hand. It's people, getting to people. People are getting weird <laughs> it's too. Getting to people. Like man. I was waiting for my food at Five Guys the other day, and you're not supposed to be in. Like you can be in the restaurant, but. You're not supposed to like hang out in the restaurant, and I like sat in one of the chairs, and they freaked out, and they're like, "You can't sit down in here." You gotta go. It's like, oh, oh shit. my god, <laughs> this is getting a little out of hand. Yeah. So, uh, Fisher, you started with trampoline, straight yeah. trampoline. I did tramp and tumbling. When did you start that? Twelve. Yeah, I was nice. about twelve. I did like little rec classes in gymnastics when I was a kid, but I learned like how to do a cartwheel. Yeah. You know. That's pretty much what I got out of that experience. But I just did some backyard trampoline, and then I was obsessed with men's gymnastics for the longest time, and I didn't know tramp and tumble was an actual sport. And then I found out you can take away, like, bars and rings and pommels and just do trampoline. Yeah. Tumbling. So fun. And I did that competitively for about four years. I got a state championship and a fourth in the nation in whatever my rank and age and league I was in at the time. But I really fell in love with the sport. Yeah, trampoline. Yeah, it's a really good way to get air awareness and like technique and that yeah. kind of stuff. And if any anyone who's in this like industry who likes to do flips, especially they'll any successful one will always tell you like use a trampoline. You can practice any of the same tricks you can yeah, on a trampoline with a quarter of the energy and four times as time. And if you pro- practice proper safety techniques, then you're safe. You know, everyone's like, oh, trampoline's so scary. It's like. Yeah, I mean, doing big stuff is scary, but if you learn how to land on your side and face and back instead yeah. of put your arm out, it's over. Like, you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I love trampoline. Yeah, trampoline is, like, the safest, easiest, like, funnest way. Like, I think of all of this. Yeah. Tech, all of the, like, apparatuses and yeah. circus and stuff. I think trampoline's the most fun, but yeah, that's my biased opinion. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> Russian like swing is trampoline. pretty fun. Russian swing, swing is just I so addicting. Fallen in love with Russian swing, <laughs> right. but like that. you, like just a second ago, you said like trampoline is like one of the safest, funnest ways to like learn tricks and stuff like that. Russian swing is not. That yeah, is the most opposite. dangerous apparatus I've ever touched. <laughs> like it always has that respect factor of like you can't make a wrong move because you will not wake up after that. Dude. We, we had yeah. to spend a lot of time. I mean, like days of just drilling basics and getting used to like being yeah. around the swing while it's moving all the safety procedures like laying I under the swing the just in case you fall part, off like you've got to yeah. learn to stay flat like there's so many different things that i think the could scariest part of swing is getting on the swing not yeah. even jumping as high as we do like just stepping on properly and stepping on if you slip or miss the bar and lose that rhythm of that especially because we're wet 
Man, makes a you, difference. Yeah, yeah, we're all wet ground. Everything's slippery. We're all tired. Like, if you try to grab, like, the swing and step onto it, and you miss your hand, and it goes up without oh you, gosh. and you don't step Get out. out. Like, that simply <laughs> has never happened, or I've seen it happen. And it seems like such a simple thing to make a mistake. You know what I mean? Like, on trampoline, like, everything that I've seen could go wrong i've seen go wrong on a trampoline and usually it works out and people are fine i've seen people break their arm i've seen a compound fracture in a six-year-old girl before just doing a stomach drop she put her arm out just snaps her arm out it's insane dude the russian swing yeah like yeah it's crazy <laughs> and when you're aiming for a little pool that just is a whole different aspect wait so can you is it possible to miss the pool at your stage? Oh, yeah. fuck yeah, it's yeah. possible to miss the pool. Holy <laughs> yeah. shit. The one in Myrtle Beach, like, no one's missed the pool. You'll die, dude. You're way up there in the ceiling. Like, the yeah. show would be over and that person would go to the hospital and have problems for the rest of their life. But I wouldn't say it's easy to do it if you do consistent practice, right? Yeah. Like, if you practice, yeah. like, when we do it, we don't just say send a trick. We do straight jumps and straight jumps for days and stuff and go to our landing spot. We, we work with one pusher, then two pushers. So there is like a structure build up to it. We're not just going crazy yeah. out there. But it, I like to compare it to this. Is like in Myrtle Beach, we had that super long pool. It was like 60 feet. You know what I mean? It was a really long pool. And then here, it's a third that length. And we used to always do tricks off it, like super long jumps. You'd hit a Superman pose, you know what I mean? And just go as far as you can to the other side. If you did that here, you would hit the audience. Could you yeah. go? You would to the dive into some kids. Oh yeah, you'd hit like a high part of the audience in a row. If for you sure. were intentionally <laughs> trying to jump the pool in Tennessee, you could jump the pool intentionally. Like really? on accident. Easily. On on accident, I don't think you would do it. What about mm-hmm. side to side? No. Side to side. I feel safe it depends side to side. on what trick you're doing. Like if you're doing spinning tricks and you're pulling the twist right off the swing. Be scared. And you'll like, cast. They call it, it casting. It's yes. when you slightly differ from your l- lane. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you take off a little sideways. But I feel like you can like almost guess it into like a 90 degree angle. Like You yeah. can only mess up this much. Like if you... It, to go more, you'd literally have to try to jump sideways. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if you're doing a twisty trick and dropping your chest, you might drift. But the closest I've got to the edge is probably this close. That's mm. pretty close. But that's as close. And that was a quite a far wash. You yeah. know what I mean? Or cast. It was quite far. Yeah, I know they had feet. someone miss the the pool and oh once they went to the side. I guess yeah. their legs buckled or something. Oof. Yeah. But what about coming up short? What if you went straight up? If you so, went straight up, how hard would that be? Uh, not that hard. It's not hard if you sit on the swing for too long. <laughs> yeah. If you sit on the swing for too long, it'll get right underneath you and. I mean, it can potentially throw you straight up, straight back so down. Scary. So we are on like a ledge that. The swing sits as close as it can to the edge, but um, the closest that we normally get, like we don't get close to the ledge that's right next to where the swing's planted, but there is an edge that's on the center deck that's in the middle of the water that if you go straight up and you come down and you land close to that, I mean, you're within like, if you stick your arm out, maybe. Yeah, like, like, I've, I've, like I said, like I've seriously gone you, this you, close You to can it. definitely reach out and touch it because like yeah. sometimes you just hit it like, I feel like it's like perfect because it's like straight up, crisp flip straight friend, down, but you land oh. really, really close to that side and yeah. it's kind of scary sometimes. One of my friend Derek that we used to work with, oh. he does a big, he does this big three and a half split three and a half, and he would sometimes get close to the swing. You know what I'm saying? And the swing mm. naturally kind of edges off of the edge of the pool, so even if you did kind of move a foot forward, you'd still be on the edge. But that's that's a foot away from a cement wall. And you're diving into the pool. You know what I'm saying? So you can't roll. You have to push out. There's like a whole bunch of stuff that goes into it. And three times I saw this guy 
dive head first this close to a ledge like seriously oh. just full yeah. commit full and then commit. at that point he was like, already up do? there like you can't change you know? it you know and man like i thought like even though he did go in the pool and i saw his like body disappear and not hit the ledge like he could have just done a little forward roll in and just knocked himself out or yeah. slid his face down the pool like <laughs> nothing bad happened he's always gets out and he's like He's like, how close was I? I'm like, you know how close you were, dude. You saw it. You were right there, man. <laughs> oh, man. That's the closest I ever saw, man. And I've gotten close, but, like, even when you drift a lot, like, they set it in a perfect place to where, like, yeah. I mean, you'd really have to kind of try to hit the edge. I've never really thought I was going to hit it. Intentionally, close to be you like could a, mess up bad, but on accident, I mean, as yeah. long as you get that natural set straight which they i mean they drill it in you like you're doing straight jumps and fly fronts for the yeah. longest time before they even let you consider doing anything else but uh it's good because you get that natural like you figure out how to set it you throw that and then after you're in the air is when you got to make all your adjustments and it's the same thing like with divers even on the diving board when they jump they don't do their trick until their toes are like off the board they're full extended they're off the board and it's an immediate like snap down like yeah. it just happens mm. after so it's a good thing to learn how to do and with what they taught us like it's definitely safe we're not going to get hurt but you could if you were trying like if you wanted to yeah. miss the pool you could definitely miss the pool or if you don't take it seriously yeah you know if, if I mean? you're yeah. being like all i've seen some guys uh, fall off and there's videos of guys getting yep. hurt on them and those are all the guys that were trying to show off and we've seen back pushers fall from the top like we've had back pushers in the show yeah. yeah the most dangerous position is the back for uh, sure yeah. they have to keep control of the whole swing it's the person who needs to be the most mature and collective of the situation you know what i'm saying and if they're not all there then it really can mess up the whole thing it's really scary. Do you ever try like off axis flips off of it or any like skiing kind of stuff? I haven't yet. Um, just because that factor, I'm kind of scared to throw yeah. those kinds of tricks off the swing and like make it where I'm yeah. supposed to, because I don't know. It's just kinda have such to a small window the, off the beginning. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For Unless some of them, like I could set misties and stuff forward and then swoop them under. But for most everything else, yeah, I would be twisting right off, and I would definitely float because I float off a trampoline. Anytime I throw any kind of skiing tricks or anything, I mean, I'm corking right away. You don't set, you throw, and I yeah. mean, you can adjust afterwards and stuff like that, but the side-to-side, -side, you, you have no control over when that. When you're watching that sport, especially like off-axis tricks, like when it comes to diving, like how, if you're watching someone do tricking, like where's their chest mostly facing the ground, right? You know what I'm saying? Like they're not usually hitting like a straight body position yeah. on mm -hmm. the ground, you know? Diving, we kind of need to stand straight up when you're landing for 40 feet. You and, know what I mean? Yeah, So sure. to hit that, that, that position is so much easier to hit on square, and, you know? I definitely think that it, only certain tricks you could take from like skiing and stuff like that and put it into swing because I have tried doing like – when I first tried learning twisting off the swing and stuff like that, I would still throw it my old style and I would still drift, but it doesn't look good at all in that kind of background. I mean, I'm completely sideways spinning. You know, I still brought it to my feet. I think I did a front triple full is what it was, and I still took it to my feet, but I bobbled. I mean, you're yeah, barely you going like Randy, upside down kind like of thing. Randy half down. Yeah. yeah. And it's like when you're, when you're watching from an audience perspective, it's like you want to really see like a, like a rip. You want to see the body sliding you see through. Shapes. You want to you see hit those and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So if you're doing like an off-axis trick, you're, you're usually going to end up washing. Yeah. You know? yeah. You're not going to have that down motion. But, I mean, like tramp wall like that goes so well into tricking. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's but just so what comforting. About, what about a gainer? Gainers, oh, gainers are definitely possible. They do yeah. them all the time. 
Yeah. Um, I, I haven't quad tried one. Gainer. Yeah. Ooh, I haven't seen one yet. Oh, I saw one. <laughs> yeah, there's a guy who worked at Pirates, Brandon Craw, and he has this video that he just barely put up, actually, because he doesn't work for him anymore. But uh, he's he. I think it was going for a triple, I think is what he said. He said he did it on accident, he he and he's done the accident. doubles easy, and he was going for a triple and just like got lost quad. and sent it. And, and it was clean. quad clean to his feet. So <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's scary when you're doing those quads, too, because it looks like the back of your head is about to get hit by that swing. But yeah. I'm not a gainer person in general, so I don't really like to mess with them. Yeah. I definitely am going to be getting Brent into them like, right before quarantine and everything. I was... I mean, within the next two practices, I was going to throw a couple gainers. Yeah. But. Yeah. I think someone's taking a shower or something. <laughs> Interesting. Um, tramp wall. How long have you guys been doing tramp wall for? I've been doing tramp wall for, I mean, we've been at Pirates for eight months, and I've only really been having six months experience probably. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah. We got there in June. We didn't really get to touch the wall for two months. Till like September mm-hmm. or October, I think, is when I got in show or any real tramp time. Um, so that's when I started doing tramp wall. And then wow. Jess Hill's wall that she's got in yeah. Will Faro's backyard. Oh, when that came um, over there, that changed the game. That sure. definitely made it really easy. I mean, being able to go over there and just drill the basics. I mean, that's where I learned how to do my like, swans and everything like that. Came really quick. And then at work... You have a routine. I mean, you get really good at doing the routine and everything that you're supposed to do. So you do drill those basics to the point where they're like really good. And it wasn't until we got to Tennessee or on uh, the wall that we mess around on now at Jeremy's house um, that we've been able to do any like ball outs or anything like that. Like I had never even done any of that. We're also surrounded by then. some people who are just crazy oh, in, at tramp wall, insane man. Insane tramp yeah. wallers. Dakota, Dakota Jay and his Dakota's brother, dude. He is the best at tramp wall. Like, people can compare, but he's in the Elvis Cirque show. He's been doing gymnastics since he was four. He has 12 years of wall experience. Yeah. He had wow. one in his backyard that was, like, 12 foot, and it had, like, all these platforms to jump off. Yeah. His dad had a gym in Vegas to play on. Like, it's just so much crazy. Yeah. Cause I remember <laughs> when I would do trampoline with people who like weren't have never practiced before, you yeah. know. And I'm like, oh, just do it, like it's an easy trick, you know. Like we'll do it, yeah. And they're like, oh no, 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 no. And then like I hang out with someone like that, and I'm like, no, dude, like I'm not gonna do that. See, he's, do- <laughs> he's doing that. He's doing that to us, where he's like, oh man, just do it. And he's like, I've got experience, and I still don't want to train. He's like, oh, but dude, like all you gotta do is just do it, like just throw it, you know. Yeah. Like, he's like, yeah, it's just like this. I'm like, yeah, totally like that. It does look easy when he does it. So I'm like, it's hard to argue, you know? Yeah. And ever since he's been around, like it definitely has pushed us to like practice safely. Yeah. And he doesn't want us to be stupid, of course, but it's like, you can do it. You should do it. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, he's definitely, him. he's fun guy. Yeah. Definitely wouldn't be where I am at with tramp wall. If he hadn't been like telling me what tricks to do and like how to do them, because like me and him vibe, just because he liked my style, he wanted me to take my style from everything else and try to incorporate it into trample. And yeah. right when I got there, Fisher told him, he's like, this guy, you tell him what to do, he'll do it. Yeah. You, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you don't even have to dare him. You just start talking about a trick you'd like to do. And he's like, mm, I'll start. It, it, it'll, try it. it'll just like clockwork in my head. Somebody says something and I'll start to think about it. And if obsessed. it makes sense, it's like, Okay, I'll go. I for was it, like that know? a lot when I first started training, <laughs> and then I had like a five-year break, and I, you know, it took so much years out of my life of just like competitive. I feel insane sometimes when I do it because yeah. I'll be talking to myself, and like if people are around, I'll be like, "No, I'm not gonna do that," and they're like, "What?" And I'm like, "No, I'm just, I'm, I'm talking to myself. I'm trying to figure out what I want to yeah. try." But 
it's nice to have Dakota around because he's definitely like been able to push us in the right direction. Like he knows what to do already. He's already explored every aspect of like being on a wall, being on a trampoline. And so like when he tells you how to do something like, yeah, he likes to play this about. game. Like I'm going to show you the worst thing that could happen. <laughs> 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 I'm like, okay, dude, <laughs> he's like, this is the worst thing that guy looks bad, dude. And then he does it so and you're funny. like, okay, yeah, that's true. I'm not going to do it like that. But just fall, hit the wall, bounce off on his back. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> totally just fell. <laughs> Love that game. No, all of the guys that are out, I mean, we've got three different pirates, just in pirates voyage, not just in Tennessee, but I mean, Dylan Broadway, you got Max J, both of them out in oh Myrtle God. Beach, and then yeah. you've got Dakota. I mean, Devonte. We've got a bunch of people in Tennessee, and just I mean, being able to hang out with both of them because we've been out to Myrtle Beach, hung out yeah. there. How far is that? Six hour drive oh, from six. Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, it's not too bad. No, being able to vibe with like a bunch of different guys with a bunch of different styles has been like killer. I mean, coming out here. Being able to you jump with to, you guys, being able it's to hard jump not with to learn else. a new trick because you're like someone you're kind of interested in you yeah. play for, and there's just like someone there who like remembered learning how to do that trick, or you know? maybe and they're like, oh, working on the same me. trick at the yeah. same time, and you're like, yeah. all right, we'll work on it together, kind it's of thing. Like, yeah. Way to learn. yeah, that's when you get the most productive sessions is when you have people that are just hanging out. Ah, I, I kind of want to try this. Oh, dude, I'll try it with you. All right, cool. And then you both learn it, and it's like sick. Like, <laughs> that's one of the one reason why I lost like a lot of passion in like tricking and trampoline you know what i mean like not doing having tricks somebody in to do it with yeah yeah it's like my coach is like my friend you know like he was strict and we listened to him because there's like a structure involved but like I, I, I wanted to hear what he had to say about it you know and try to do it and get yeah. excited about it he's like oh i've done that you know like yeah he's telling you how to do it you know so if you hang out with like 12 people who are on the same page as you and doing tricks and stuff like that it's super hard not to get inspired and try new stuff yeah it's hard who's like your guys favorite person to watch do trample Trample wall right now, Dakota, Jay, one hundred percent. It's crazy. It like makes me go all sad and stuff. I'm like, oh, how'd you do that, dude? <laughs> he does a new thing every day. He doesn't even have to practice anymore. He's like, oh, dude, so cool. I do love watching Dakota. I wish he had more like footage and stuff put out because, like, mm-hmm. watching him in person, he's just. It seems like he's gotten to the point where he's like. He knows how to do everything. He's just barely getting back into it. He's just like reigniting that flame. So you're not seeing him yeah. go like all out. But on the days that you do see him go all out and he's like Keep in mind, good. keep in mind, I've only been following Tramp Wall seriously probably for the last yeah. six months. Like I've seen it before and liked it, but this is the first where I've like practiced personally and been interested practice, in it. Practice, so like, like meeting people who also yeah. do it, like knowing people. Yeah. So like knowing what what's going on, I definitely have to say Dakota as well. Just because yeah, it, Dakota, it's best. either it's either Dakota, it's Max, Max or Dylan. Dylan. I was gonna say those yeah. three. I mean, just their style. Just because it's most. I mean, it's similar to mine. It's just kind of yeah, like free sure. flow. Like, um, yeah. I definitely love watching them. But I do love watching like Luke, Dylan, all those guys. Yeah. Um, Jake, they're all killing it. And yeah. even watching like their style and how they do it, like, is just giving me more and more ideas for like how I want to tweak the way that they're doing it, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I've obviously got to drill how they're going to do it and get it down. But then once I do and I can play with it, like, there's endless possibilities. Like, yeah. you, you just never know. It's so early on in the sport that you really could do Yeah, anything. that's why all that like, stuff's so cool because there's, like, it's not regulated at all. 
right? There's yeah. no one telling you how to do this. Like when you come to like gymnastics, like if you want to get good in gymnastics, you have to do what this person says. You have to do it like other I 50 other that. people. <laughs> a lot of people hate it. I always liked the structure, but at first I was frustrated with the freedom. You know what I mean? If I want to work on the trick, I want to be able to work on this trick. And it's created a lot of like bad habits when I'm in circus. You know what I mean? Like in circus, you, a lot of the times you have to like, first try you know what i mean like i'm gonna do this first try i'm gonna be there for this and then in gymnastics it's like oh if you have an opinion you're like oh i want to try this a lot of the time there's someone telling you not to yeah you know what i'm saying and you're like well i'm in the mood like i got it you know what i mean like what's up dude and then it's like you you train like that for so many years then you're like oh like send this new thing on this new apparatus you're like hmm, maybe i should take a second first you know what i mean like yeah. <laughs> i feel like that's where not having not any kind of, kind of background or anything have. has helped me because not coming from having yeah. coaches not having somebody breathing down my back telling me when i'm ready to do something when i'm not i watch something if i feel like i can do it i'm gonna try it if i eat crap i eat crap like if i can do it most of the time, I mean, when I tell people stuff, it's kind of annoying because I'll obsess about it so much that I've visualized it to the point where I feel like I've already done it like a hundred times. And then when I go and do it, like most of the time I can get it either spot on or pretty dang close for like my first go. And then just yeah. from there, it's just adjustments like, okay, yeah, it was a little bit off here. Like just got to figure it out. Yeah. I think about that a lot when I get scared is like one of the most common questions I get asked when I do this sport is like, how many times you broke a bone? Like how many times you've got hurt? You know, I'm like, yeah, not one time. Everyone asks. Yeah, I've never gotten hurt one time doing this sport ever. Yeah. Gotten yeah. close. I've like rolled my ankle or, you know, or tweaked a muscle or something like that. I but think, I've never broken my bone. I think you know? in ninth grade, I did a front flip. What are they? Two and a half. What is it? Randy? Yeah. Randy. So I did a Randy off of a double mini and landed flat on a pet. And I broke the fifth metatarsal, which is like the pinky bone. Yeah. But like not the pinky, just like the bone above it that connects. Yeah. I broke it, and I think like a week later, I cut my cast off and was going wakeboarding on it because I was like, "Man, it's it's like not even uh, that big of a break. Like, yeah. come on, let's go." Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's the it. only injury I've gotten from doing anything like yeah. this, though. How does it feel now? Do you feel anything? No, no. I think that's why I cut it off because like. I cut it off, got invited to go wakeboarding. My parents were like, oh, don't you do it, and cut it off. And like, wakeboarding is like, oh, just like foot moving around like yeah. that. Like, the whole time on a flat surface. Yeah. It's just totally the worst thing you could do if you had a broken but foot. It, but it One felt fine, and that's why yeah. I did it. So then I went back, and my parents were like, all right, well, it's not going to heal right. Let's get another cast on it. And so they got another cast on it, and I was like, at that time, I didn't even feel any pain. Like, it wasn't hurting me. It just, like, felt like something that we needed to do but, like, didn't need to do. And so a week later, we went on, like, a family vacation, and everyone was swimming. And I was like, you guys are really going to make it so I can't go swimming right now. Yeah, like, we'll come on. Me. I feel fine. My foot's good. And they're like, well, if you cut this off, we're not getting another one. I was like, fine by me. So we cut it off, and I've, yeah, never had any kind of pain, never had anything wrong with it. I mean, worked out for me, I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've had a cast a few times, and it's just I haven't had them since I was like a little kid. I almost feel like uh, casts are kind of going out of fashion. Like you don't really need them anymore. Well, and nowadays they just like put metal unless... in you and you're good, dude. Like <laughs> yeah. my friend broke his arm in half, and I was expecting him to wear a cast for a year. And he like went to the hospital and like came back, and he's like, "Yeah, I just those. had to wear this sling for two weeks, and I'm good." I'm like, "You dude, your bone is broken in half. Like how can that be true?" It's crazy. No. Yeah, they come out with those uh, like uh, 3D printed casts and stuff now that you can wear in like water and you can actually like take them off and put them back on. Wow. I think that that's going to definitely like replace a lot that's of like cool, traditional yeah. casts because traditional casts you can't get wet or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and they're just like your squeezing arm them. gets <laughs> so disgusting. Oh, in there. dude, like, like what? you lose all the muscle when you cut the cast off. Your arm is like a 
complete different shape than your other one yeah. because you haven't been working it out the same. Like it's literally just bone. It's just awful. Yeah. yeah. I remember I went, I cut off my, my, uh, cast on my ankle and I was like, yeah, I'm going to be fine. Like I had been scootering like with my cast on is no problem. And I took it off and my bones and everything were so weak. And I was like playing it off. Like, yeah, I'm fine. And I like could barely walk. I was like, I shouldn't have cut it off. Instant regret. Just no. Like I wasn't ready. <laughs> that's funny. Thought I was. So that's great. Uh, what's uh, like the worst thing that's happened to you guys? Like worst injury. Nah. Ever? Yeah, ever. Uh, when? Okay, th- this is a funny story. My first injury, like bad one, was actually j- because of training. I, mean, I was just doing like junior Olympic regional like competitions and stuff like yeah. that. And we were training so much. I was so exhausted that day. We did like eight hours of training. It was like on a Saturday, the weekend before a competition. And we just really had to like get some stuff done. And I was like malnutri malnourished at the time. Like yeah. I was like twelve, you know what I mean? Like I don't remember like learning how to eat. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I was just about to say, like, I ate McDonald's that day, dude. And I had a what they call a non convulsive seizure, but really it's just I fainted from exhaustion, you know, just like oh. passed out. And I broke all my teeth. Oh, <laughs> these are all four fake teeth. I'm not Were even you kidding. Like outside um, on I was ta- I was going to take a shower and I got in the shower and I was exhausted. So at the end of the day, I just <laughs> ate my McDonald's. I was like 13 year old kid. You know, I got McDonald's after gymnastics. It was so awesome. <laughs> 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 I was so exhausted. Happy. There's a steamy room, you know, with less oxygen in the room. And I just remember looking over at the mirror and I just woke up and all my teeth were broken. And I had a competition the next day, oh. you know, and Show up rocking your new smile, huh? No, dude. I was in the emergency room <laughs> until like 6 in the morning. It oh, sucked. Dude. Yeah. My yeah. coach is all mad at me. He's like, why didn't you come? I'm like, I I was I'm super sorry. excited to come. Yeah. <laughs> I told him my teeth were all broken. He's like, okay, that's a good excuse. Good enough. <laughs> good enough excuse to not come to gymnastics. Yeah, that was terrible. But other than that, like literally, probably my other worst one was like when I first started this contract and I rolled my ankle. My, oh, so you remember that? It was yeah. so purple. My toes were turning a different color. I might have fractured it. I don't know, but it was fine. Fine now. I still rehearsed through it and just put a sling on. It was good. Or like a little brace, you know? Yeah. It was fine. Damn. That's the worst one. Really? Yeah. yeah. When I was 12, I was skateboarding without a helmet, like your mom always tells you not to do. And yeah. it was in like a concrete half pipe, like eight foot wall bolt whatever they're called eight foot drop-ins on both sides like a little half pipe and uh got speed wobbles fell hit my head on the concrete fractured my skull Ooh. um yeah i mean this is all i don't know what happened this is all speculation from what i've been told because oh i was uncon. well my you body was conscious but i don't remember anything for like i remember asking my mom early that morning to go to the skate park and then it's like nothing and then it's like the next night waking up head completely wrapped up eating watermelon on my parents bed watching tv and i'm like what like what's going on like i remember like yeah. coming to and just kind of being real confused and i'm like why am i like this and I'm like oh you've been in an accident up, like huh? then a week later after that got bell's palsy which is like paralyzation of the face so like half of my face goes paralyzed and had to get um i had to take steroids as like this little told me half of this story another time i didn't know about that stuff yeah me and my mom i don't know why i'm laughing (laughs) (laughs) picturing his paralyzed face (laughs) well it's like 
I, I didn't even know that my face was paralyzed. Me and my mom were at a play. Um, we were watching some high school play for one of her family friend mm-hmm. kind of thing. And there's this guy sitting in front of us, right? And he turns around, like, talking to the person next to my mom and kind of looks at me. And he's like, you know, is something gone yeah. on recently? Like, and she's like, yeah, he's been in an accident. He's like, well, his face is paralyzed. He's like a doctor, right? He's like, you should take him to the emergency room right now. Like, like leave the plane, go to the emergency room. <laughs> so my mom's like, okay, like, we leave and go. And I ended up, like, I have, like, not diagnosed partial deafness, but from when I hit my head, I had like fluids and stuff draining out my ear that they thought was like spinal fluid. Um, but I that's haven't like regained stuff, my man. hearing completely <laughs> on that side. <laughs> so that's my my biggest how injury. Did he, yeah. Wait, how did he look at you and know that your face was paralyzed? Because when I like tried to smile, it was like all droopy, like the muscles and stuff don't oh. work. So I was like sitting there smiling, and one side of my face was working, and the other side of my face wasn't. Mm. So, so like my eyes were all baggy. Face. <laughs> no, no, I, I, yeah, I was trying to practice that. Grab your fish and pull it down <laughs> and smile with the other side. That's what it is. So, do you have any? Can you feel? Are you like deaf at all or anything in one ear? Or no, like? um, like there's like certain like sounds that it doesn't pick up completely, but like talking mm-hmm. and everything. Like when I listen to music, I listen to music in my ear that kind of doesn't hear as well because if I have it the other way around, there's like things like I have to be facing whoever's talking or whatever to be able to pick up like fully other than I otherwise I'll be like what what did you just say like I can yeah. tell mm-hmm. they're talking but I just don't make it out completely gotcha so that's crazy yeah little interesting tick that I have from it's almost been 12 years now that's crazy yeah I almost uh, broke well I, I broke like six six or seven like fractures right here in my oh, orbital yeah. Yeah, I was airing a 10-foot quarter pipe, and I was like five or six feet over it. And I was actually just on the setup air. I was going to do a flare on the other side of the half pipe. Uh And I just popped out, kind of did like an alley-oop air, and uh, just pulled out too far. Missed the whole entire quarter pipe on the way down. Yeah. And landed completely flat bottom. And like it was like front wheel first and just... You know, on a yeah. scooter, you can't put your hands out. And, that, and that's 16 you're, feet you're up straight to your face, bro. You, yeah. Of course you're going to So it was smash. like front wheel smacked my face. I had a helmet, but it did not matter because it was yeah. like right here that yeah. hit. And I like, so I thought I was fine. I had a cut on my eyebrow. I was like, let's go to 7-Eleven, get some super glue, and we'll, we'll super glue it up. And then like we went to like Hooters and like, had some drinks later Went that everywhere. night. We were like out of town in Long Beach. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was funny because we actually had to go to court the next day. I woke up the next day and... You had to go to court for what? <sighs> we witnessed uh, someone almost die in a car crash. Oh. And we were like the witnesses. Okay. And we just didn't want to like drive all the way to Long Beach in the morning. So we yeah. got a hotel there and we went to the skate park right before that. Yeah. And yeah, some kid was like, hey, do another one of those flips. So I was going to do a flare and missed... That oh. hole went like it went pretty bad. It's like as bad as it imagine. could go. Yeah, and you were just and conscious the whole time. Like you didn't get knocked out or anything. I everyone. Well, I don't remember it as much. Like I remember the whole setup there, and then I it kind of goes black. Oh. But everyone said that I hit the floor and I stood up right away, and I tried to. I tried to, like, grab my scooter and run out of the bowl, but I was, like, falling over. And somebody, like, grabbed you. Yeah, and they're like, yo, chill, chill. Yeah, yeah. That's, like, I, like, They're mine. like, sit down. Your face is bleeding. And I, like, there's a picture of me on the ground and, like, my eyebrows all cut open. So, anyways, 
we go, we get super glue, go to the bar, it's all good. The next day I wake up and my whole entire cheek is just completely swollen and I can't see. Like, I was literally like blacking in and out. Yeah. And like, I was like, oh shit. It was probably I almost should... swelling on your other side too, right? Yeah. Like, it's all bad Everything right was there. super swollen. Yeah. And like, fortunately for me, because I had bleeding inside of my head, like internally, yeah. Um, I broke my sinuses, so all of the blood drained <laughs> out your nose, out into my cheek, which is good because it didn't like swell up into my brain or anything right. like that. So it just went into my cheek, and like two days later, I was pretty much fine. It's crazy because <laughs> like nuts. your yeah. face heals so fast. Yeah, because yeah, it's the most important structure. Yeah, but body. like to this day, you can feel like all the cracks and stuff. Yeah, and you orbital. can't put. I mean, you can get those, like, casts, right? Those, like... Yeah, there was nothing you things. could do, though. Yeah, like, really. Not really much. Yeah. Um, You guys want to wrap it up right here? We're at an hour. Yeah. yeah. Sounds that was good. fun. All right. Time to go take some shots and do whatever. Hey, yo. Party time. Um, yeah. Fisher, what's your Instagram handle? Uh, Fisher Stillman 127. All right. And Cha- Trace, you are... I think it's Trace underscore Arvin. I am not I 100% think that's sure. It. Yeah. <laughs> that's how much I uh, pay attention to that stuff. I just post videos. It's just fun. <laughs> I Sweet. don't pay attention to my name. Thank you guys for yeah. coming on, and thank you guys for watching. Subscribe if you haven't. Yeah, we'll see you subscribe. guys in the next one. Peace. Peace.